days a week. Hello to my friends, foes, and fucking hoes. This is your host, Grace Reyes, with the very first episode of Truly Curated, your guide to swiping right, looking tight, and eating every goddamn bite. Let's get started. Oh gosh, I'm so excited. I've been waiting months for this day to finally come, and you guys, we're here, and in celebration of that, we're going to pop a bubbly. It's the mini bottle, so it doesn't make that big sound, but, you know, got a drink for this episode, and probably all the rest of them. So today is just going to be an introduction and a rundown on how the show is going to go. I have been working on Truly Curated for nearly a year now, and it's been a journey from finding a name to location and organizing guest speakers. Thankfully, I've had a bunch of friends and family support, so I've been able to do all these things and get my own studio and equipment, etc. So it's legit, very serious production here happening. I can't tell you how excited I am for this to finally get off the ground. Even if I just start out with a few listeners every week, I'll be happy and I'm very happy from all the feedback I've gotten and response I've gotten on social media so far. The goal is giving my listeners a few minutes every week to kind of forget about the stresses of everything around us, especially in this pandemic. Um, There will be segments on dating, drinking, as well as dining. So with like other stuff incorporated as well, kind of just very lifestyle-esque podcast. I'm going to have a bunch of people on. I've already had a few. I have a few interviews set up for the podcast from people with small businesses in the community regarding fashion to other food writers like myself. So if you don't know anything about me, my name is Grace Reyes, born and raised in Michigan. I now live in Detroit. I go to school in Detroit. I have worked with a bunch of different publications in the Detroit area, like the Detroit Free Press, to Toast Out at Magazine. And then recently, I have been working with a podcast out in Brooklyn that has this very same concept of this lifestyle-esque podcast. And I fell in love with the idea, and I've been wanting to have an outlet where I can start, you know, having my own platform to speak about things and have opinions on topics that are in my everyday life. So that's where Truly Curated came in. I've been working on this for a while and I'm really excited for it. I'm like blacking out from what I'm actually saying. No idea how this is going. This is easier than it being live, but oh my God. Like I'm gonna learn on this journey with my listeners too. You know, I'm gonna expose myself. I'm gonna say a lot of stuff about myself that you either do know or you don't know. And generally this is just gonna be for other 20 something year olds like me trying to figure it out like the rest of us, especially during this pandemic where none of us know what's really going on. I'll probably cry and definitely be drinking during each episode. So you should too. As long as it's, you know, drinking hours, not working hours. No working during drinking hours is the, uh, the motto for the podcast. Uh, DM the Instagram at truly curated. If you have any ideas that you want incorporated to the podcast. I'm very open to suggestions and would love feedback and would love having people on and answering stuff that, you know, everybody is curious about, just like myself. So the next coming episode, I'm going to have a fashion icon of Detroit on 
So DM me questions um, regarding fashion and maybe possible trends we want to see in the 2021 New Year. Everything in that genre. Also, I'm going to be sharing some of my worst dating stories. And dating stories, I mean how I fucked up on dates. I've had some bad dates, sure, but this is mostly me being a dumbass on dates. And that does happen a lot. But this may end up being a disaster. Kind of nervous that no one will actually listen to this. But, you know, if one, one person learns something from Truly Curated or, you know, has a little laugh with me, then, you know, I've done my job right. It's an experience. It's an experience I'm going through with you guys. So we'll figure it out together. I've had only a few sips and I feel like I'm buzzed from my champagne, but I may just be nervous. Guys, you know how serious this podcast is? I have a sponsor. This is my first goddamn ad, and I am excited because I use these products pretty much on a daily basis. So, ladies, you know, gentlemen too, you know, they have the pesky face hair, but Universal Products Beauty Razor, sold at nearly all Walmart locations in the United States, can be found in the face and beauty aisles. And let me tell you, ladies, these are game-changing. Sharp enough to get those pesky little hairs, but not sharp enough to, you know, cut your skin and leave, like, that irritation. Perfect for on-the-go, little quick fix before the Bumble date, Tinder date, whatever it may be. Universal Products Beauty Razors sold at all Walmart locations in the United States. Get your hands on these. These are cheap, around a dollar, easy to use, and are... Perfect to keep in your purse for those last-minute little touch-ups before the job interview to, again, a date. And also, if you're oil-prone, they have oil blotting sheets for on-the-go, perfectly packaged needs. So this segment is called Worth the Hype. I'm going to be trying food trends I see online from, like, TikTok. I get so much information from TikTok or even drinks or food you guys submit to me via the Instagram DM or the Google form. I'm going to buy it and try it so you don't have to. How nice is that? A couple months ago, Walmart launched a new product that sweeped the internet and the shelves. I finally got my hands on it to try it. The Cheetos Mac and Cheese. They come in three flavors, original jalapeno and a personal favorite, hot Cheeto. I was able to purchase the original flavor on Amazon. It's as simple as making craft or any kind of box mac and cheese. Boil the water, put the noodles in, and then add the butter and milk uh, once the noodles are drained. Not too hard. Anyone can do it. The noodles are definitely a better quality than craft. Bigger too. It's like an actual noodle. It's not like clear once it boils. That's a little concerning to me, but it's still just as good. Um, but the cheese powder, even before I put it in, I opened the packet. It's a neon orange. I'd say even more orange than the actual Cheetos. It looked good. It smelled good. It was not good. Personal opinion, not good. Tasted like Cheetos that survived a nuclear bomb. It was not for me. If I think if you're stoned, maybe, or drunk food, it would taste good. But in all honesty, that's the one thing I'm going to stay six feet away from. And I love my mac and cheese. I was quite disappointed. Maybe the other flavors were better, but, you know, the original just didn't do it for me. So 
I'd give it a, I'd give it a like low five out of ten. Not good. But if you want to get your hands on it, please do so. I'm not telling you not to try it. I'm just telling you my personal opinion. I'm good with the Annie's mac and cheese, to be honest. Am I the only person that eats? I love Kraft mac and cheese spirals, but they're original, like the, the tubey kind of noodle. I hate that taste. It tastes different. DM me if you think I'm right or wrong. But I think those two types of Kraft, even though it's the same product, the same powder, they taste totally different. And I live by that. Breakups are tough. Really tough. But what's worse is moving out of your significant other's place. Trust me, I've been there. Awful. I've had my stuff in garbage bags on the front yard. It's not a fun process. But my girlfriend, she moved into her ex's place about maybe, you know, during COVID. So about like four months ago in the midst of COVID. Sure, she had her clothes and makeup, little stuff, you know, she could carry it out. But her most important possession that she brought with her because she sold her place, moved into his, a grand fucking piano. A goddamn piano. Like, this girl had a piano brought to her man's house. This man cheats, and now her piano is stuck in there, and no idea how she can move it out herself. So he helped her move it in. Thankfully, she found an answer. Mike and Lewis, piano moving engineers. They're COVID cautious and move the piano with precision and expertise resulting in no harm to the instrument. If your piano needs moving in the Metro Detroit area, give them a call at 248-332-2244. Again, 248-332-2244 and say truly curated sent you. Now for my favorite and final segment. This episode shorter because I do not have anyone to interview at the moment. I just wanted the first episode to be me. And then, you know, I do have people coming in for next episodes. But this final segment is called AA, otherwise known as Asked and Answered. The link in the Instagram bio has a link where you can submit anonymous questions and stories. You can also DM me and I am happy to leave it anonymous if you tell me to do so. Here are a few highlights from this week's questions, and thank you to everyone who submitted. This is a tough one. This was a really tough one. How to get over a long-term relationship. Oh, sweetie. Came to the right place. Everyone is different. Every relationship is different. But from what I've experienced, good, bad breakup. Like, good, bad breakups. It's all mostly the same. You need time to heal. Cry. It's okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to binge eat. Lay in bed for the weekend. Don't do anything. Eat ice cream, drink wine, and cry. Because not releasing that energy will create a buildup until you just hit a point and explode. So, you know, cry. Let it out. I do it. You need to. Gosh, I cry about everything. I think it is a really good stress reliever. But, you know, I feel like after I go through that period, I think... What can I accomplish now just to get through these little things? Baby steps, you know, it's baby steps. Like, just little stuff you can do to get back to realizing you are as independent as you were in the relationship as you are now. Just because you lost your significant other doesn't mean your life is over. It just means a new chapter is beginning. And sometimes it's hard to see that. It sucks. It's awful sometimes. But... 
I think it didn't work because everything happens for a reason. I literally don't hate any of my exes, even though some of them may not feel the same way about me. I think after the relationship is over, after I've had time to heal and contemplate everything that's happened, I think what I've learned. What did I learn about myself in that relationship? What did I learn about another person? What I need in a significant other? What I need and what I want in a significant other? And how to compromise with their needs and wants if they differ from mine? You know, what helps me to might not be totally healthy. Go on dates. You know, after you've had time to cry, go on dates. Be with your friends. When you've been with someone for so long, you forget what it's like to flirt with someone new and have that kind of fun. It's different. It is totally different. Don't do anything you don't want to do. Just go on the date. Just go on the date. Just grab coffee. You don't have to kiss. Don't have to make that next step. But just realizing that there are options out there is a good way to be like, yes, I am attractive to other people. People are attracted towards me because they are making time out of their day to meet me. I mean, of course, with these days, you got to be COVID cautious, but like, go on the dates. Go on the FaceTime date. See that there's options out there. And even if those options aren't for you, they in time, there will be one that comes around. But be with friends, too. Be with your support system. I'm like, yes, I have sent the drunk I miss you text. I've seen them after a breakup. But you have to realize it's just all part of the healing process. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Sometimes you need to put that Band-Aid back on because you didn't realize the wound was covered up. Uh, I mean, not healed all the way. And then you take it off when it's healed. It's a process. It really is. But when you find the one, you'll know. Okay, I think we're going to stay in the relationship realm for the questions this week. And another question I got asked was, how to win over the boyfriend's parents? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. I couldn't tell you. I mean, I think my boyfriend's parents like me. I think they do. I know they do. I know they definitely do. But it also depends on the type of parents they are. I don't think any of my ex's parents didn't not like me. I think I'm pretty good with parents. But gosh, I've been a nervous wreck. I've been blackout drunk in front of boyfriend's parents. Like, trust me. I've done it all. And they still liked me. So, honestly, be yourself. I get nervous. You know, be polite. You know, the first couple times you hang out with them, I, I go over the moon. Like, Christmas, you know, I brought everybody these little chocolates that... From Detroit, I thought everybody would like, you know, get good with the siblings, too. The siblings are where it's at. Making that effort. And they can tell if you make the effort or not. Say thank you, have manners, ask to help cleaning up dinner, the dishes. But just, and even if they say no, just asking makes them feel like you are trying. And, you know, you can be goofy. You don't have to be so polite all the, the entire time. Be yourself. Show them, like why their son or daughter is attracted to you. I think it takes time. I think it does take time with any parents, but it's just putting, showing the little things like you did in the relationship to show them that like you're trying and you care about the person that you're with. I don't think it's any deeper than that. Someone asked, what are you binging? Currently Chipotle, but if you're referring to Netflix, um, I need recommendations. 
I am the type of person that watches the three same series over and over again. So it's generally The Office, New Girl, and Community. The Office is now off Netflix. Very sad about that. I'm sure many of you are. Um, but Community came out around the same time as The Office did. But they got overlooked because The Office got all the hype. I definitely recommend Community. It is hilarious. It's about a community college, a diverse group of friends. It is cheesy, but you know, I love the stupid humor. But if you have any recommendations, please shout them out. I am more than willing to check them out. I know a lot of people are binging Bridgerton lately. I need to get in on that. I do love a good Victorian Renaissance-esque era. But I don't know if you guys have seen this thing on TikTok, but apparently if you watch the same shows over and over again, it is signs of severe mental illness because you know what's happening, but it reassures you, like comforts you, because you know what's going to happen every single time. So maybe that's why I watch things over and over again. Who knows? We'll never find out. Makes a lot of sense, though. Okay, guys, that's all I have today. Tune in next week to hear from a local fashion icon and business guru on the gram, as well as trends we should see in 2021. Don't forget to follow the Instagram at trulycurated to DM your worst dating stories and possible food and drinks I should try. I'll see y'all next week. And remember, no working during drinking hours. Cheers, bitches.